Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the For The Girl podcast. This is Tyler, your host. (laughs) I'm Mac's husband, and I'm sitting here with Mac, my wife. And this is For The Both Of Us. Hence why I'm here. Welcome. Hence why you're the one starting off this podcast episode. What's so special is that because I'm here, that means if you are a man and you're listening to this, you're welcome here. You might see the pink... (laughs) You might see the title and go, Hey, it's yellow now. Why am I listening to this? Well, you're welcome here. You're welcome here. We're so glad you're here, actually, because that means that probably your significant other or your wife sent this to you and said, Hey, we should listen to this and talk about this. And I love that. Yeah. It sounds like something we would do. For sure. Right? Right? (laughs) Yeah. I listen to a lot of female podcasts is what she's saying. Honestly, you kind of do. Like what? Name one. Uh, for the girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. L- a little You're bit of bias. You're a big fan of for the yeah, girl. It's true. For the girl. Uh, but we are really pumped about today's episode. We'll share a little bit more about that. But before we jump into that, Tyler, we had some big news we shared in our life this week. We shared that we're having a baby. Going to the Bengals game. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Having yeah. a baby. Yes, right. That doesn't <laughs> matter as much as the Bengals we're- game. Having a kiddo. We're having a baby girl. And that kiddo is a girl. Yep, for the girl. The app says that she's the size of a navel orange. No, it's different now. Oh, it's growing every day. He doesn't even know she, what she's, size fruit our baby is. It's She's growing so fast. I just wish she would slow down. I wish. I wish. Okay, we're 16 weeks and she is the size. Oh, Naval orange, yeah. See, no, no, no. We're we're sixteen weeks. She's, oh, we're an avocado now. She's the size of an avocado. <clears throat> nice, big time, right? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that seems weird because there's big ones and small ones. But yeah, it's like what just size? think of a naval orange because everyone you know has that picture in their mind, and then just imagine an, a slightly bigger avocado. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how big. Are we going to reveal, we, we kind of have our name. Are we going to go ahead and put that out there or maybe not? Maybe not. Okay. Maybe well, not. Well, that, that'll that leave you hanging on the edge of your seat. Maybe, maybe keep listening to the podcast to find out. To find out her name <laughs> one day. <laughs> well, on the off chance we change our mind, I feel like we shouldn't reveal. Although I don't think we're going to change our mind. That's but, true. You know. Uh, we got to leave some surprises. But yes, we're very excited about becoming parents, joining the club with Ken's and Josh now. It's been fun watching them be parents. Tyler got to visit Ruthie. Yep. I got to visit Ruthie. And we're excited for more Ruthie hangs in the future. Our our fur baby is crying right now. Yeah. I think she wants to be on the podcast. Well, she's already getting jealous just hearing us talk about our... What I, was, I was just about to say her name, but hearing us talk about our navel orange avocado baby. <laughs> That's right. But in other news, we are going to the Bengals game on Sunday. Yep. How are you feeling about that? Man, big time. <laughs> Do I have to talk? How much can I? You let me go too long, I'll talk about it for the whole intro. But yeah, I'm excited. Sunday night, Bill's coming back to Cincinnati. It's going to be a good time. Oh, 
They never knew that on For the Girl we'd be talking about the Bengals and the Bills. Ken's and I actually do talk about football. If some. you care at all about Mac and Ken's, you'll watch the Bengals game on Sunday night. <laughs> Is that true? Is that true? Oh my goodness. Speaking of parenthood, I'm excited for the listeners to hear a little bit of our of this podcast episode that they're about to listen to. Some of our dearest, closest friends here in Charlotte, uh, Austin and Mallory, they just had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just hung out with Austin this morning. We're in this little discipleship group. What a Christianese word, but we're in a little discipleship group together and, um, you know, was sitting there with with Harris and, you know, he was crying and that discipleship doesn't stop when you have a kid, you know, but it was fun to, it was fun to sit there, him be a newborn dad, talk about the struggles of it. But it was almost as if this podcast, we just plopped a microphone down in the midst of us having dinner with them. So it's fun for them to get an inside scoop as to parenting, being married, we're talking about building community, and so it's, I'm excited for them to hear. Yeah, yeah. So this episode is not about parenting. It's true. <laughs> but <laughs> they were holding a baby during the whole thing. That's right. Uh, which was fun, and that's never happened on the For the Girl podcast before, I'm pretty sure. It probably will now soon with Ken's and Ruthie. But we talk about building community as a couple, and this is something that I think sounds really easy and fun and glamorous. And then when you get into it, it's actually a lot harder than you think. And I've talked to so many couples who feel the same way that it almost feels like starting over again uh, because sometimes the friends you both take into the relationship doesn't always equal community for the both of you. And so that has been uh, a struggle that Tyler and I have had. Austin Mallory share about that too. And then we talk about what does it look like to really build community that is centered upon Christ, to be in a group of people where you're regularly meeting and talking about what God is doing in your life. And it's been pretty transformative for us. Austin Mallory are our community group leaders. Did we say that? Yeah, in our in the podcast. Well, we haven't said it yet. Yeah, true. <laughs> there are community group leaders, and so they're actually the people that help to shape the community that was so transformative for us. And so that's why we wanted to have them on. And I think this conversation will be a really fun one. Whether you're already in community, whether you're craving community, whether you're like, oh my goodness, we need community, whatever it is, I think this will be an encouraging episode for you. So should we get into it? Let's do this. Let's go. Okay, for the girl fam, we are super excited about the guests that we have here with us. Tyler, on a, a level from one to ten, how excited are you? Eleven. Eleven. Yes. Okay, this is amazing because actually we have an amazing couple here, Mallory and Austin Riddle. And Mallory and I always joke about Austin and Tyler's <laughs> bromance. So this is like a dream come true for you two. Are this, you so excited? This it feels like a turning point. It, like if. Like the closest thing to a DTR for us. For sure. Yeah, this is huge. Not gonna lie. <laughs> this is good for us. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm I'm actually laughing because I'm sitting in between the two of them right now. And do you wish you were sitting beside each other? It, I do feel like we're too far away. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. And also, you guys have to know that we have our first ever baby on the podcast Yay. as well. We have little Harris right here with us, mm-hmm. just sleeping away. Hopefully it stays the same. So if you hear some baby sounds, we're just rolling with it's it. It's Austin. It's organic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's me. I'll take we the love call. it. We <laughs> love it. Well, we've probably said in the intro who you guys are, that you guys are our amazing community group leaders here in Matthews. But I wanted you guys to start off by introducing yourselves and maybe even sharing a little bit of how you met because this is a whole podcast about marriage mm-hmm. so we need to hear like the backstory yeah, yeah. of austin that. and mallory yes yes so i'll go first austin riddoff mm-hmm. um this is my wife mallory hi we are from florida <laughs> moved to charlotte in 2020 still figuring it out we're 28 ish mm-hmm. i think we kind of lose track after for sure <laughs> After 28 and 27. How old you are. Like, I have to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. We wish that was our experience <laughs> with uh, our age gap. But... Oh, yeah. You probably keep it. We yeah. always know. Yeah. We yeah. know too much. <laughs> so, Mallory and I met when she was the new gal in town. She was in kindergarten. And she moved to our town of Dade City, Florida. From that moment on, I had my eye on her. Aww. There's something about the new girl, isn't there? There is right? something about the yeah. new girl. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we became really good friends through our church and our families, and we both have siblings that are the same age. We actually thought they might be the couple that shipped. Really? They're the ones that are closer, not closer in age, but yeah. And it never worked out. So I switched in with the younger brother. Oh, that's funny. Took one for the team. Yeah. Right. Good work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The families needed to be united some way. Yes. So we'll keep going. I'll make this quick. So we dated in high school. We didn't date in high school. We dated again in high school. We were on and off a little bit. Went to different colleges. And for the majority of that, did not talk or date or anything. And then just in the nick of time, at the end of college, I had a full circle moment. I felt like it was a gift from God where he was like, this is your girl. Only problem was she was not receiving that same <laughs> voice at the same time. Nope. So wow. through lots of turmoil and pursuit. Um, it's a little messy. The Lord spoke to her. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. No. And we got engaged and that was a journey for us as well. We had an interesting engagement, but learned a lot through it. And we've been married since 2020 and mm-hmm. it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys moved to Charlotte early in your marriage during COVID. Interesting time to try and build community. Mm -hmm. Talk to us and tell us a little bit about those early days of marriage when you didn't have community. What was that like for you guys? I think what was interesting is when you grow up in a small town, you can't remember like how you made friends. Mm -hmm. You grew up with the same people your whole life. And that was a part of what Austin and I were really excited about was we got to move to a new city and be a couple that no one knew besides like us being together as a married couple. But that was when everyone was indoors. And so it was this weird mixture of we wanted to meet people and make new friends as a couple, but we're also stuck inside. So a big thing that we realized and actually kind of enjoyed was churches were doing like the bare bones of what they had. But we loved that because we felt like we got to see like exactly what a church really cared about because they're outside. Like 
They're doing church without the lights, without the crazy fog, music, whatever. So we got to see the true heart of a lot of churches. And so I think we made it a priority to go and try and find like a home church so that we could find that community. Otherwise, it was my job, which, you know, the people you end up working with, you either love them or you're kind of stuck with them. Luckily, I loved the people I worked with. So I naturally got a community for that. But for you. Yeah. For me, it was hard because I was working remotely. When we first checked out Charlotte, we saw like so many people out and about. And it is a super like walking and biking friendly place. But turns out people didn't want to be that close to you. And part of that was COVID. And moving to a new city is fun. There's a lot of excitement of being married and moving to a new place, new adventure. But I think regardless of what like the high is, there comes a point where you need the reality. other people, mm-hmm. not just two people all day, every day. You need other people yeah. to, mm-hmm. to do life with. Mm-hmm. And I will say we were freshly married. So that yeah. was like kind of exciting though. Like, yes, I feel like if any time in your marriage, you're going to be the happiest to be just you two stuck in a house together in the very beginning. So it wasn't the worst, but it did speed up how long we it, yeah. were together. It expedited our, our yeah. marriage. Yeah, the wisdom <laughs> marriage. I love that so much because I remember, I remember the moment for Tyler and I when we were we were freshly married. I mean, probably been married for a few months. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were sitting on our back porch having dinner. And it was just the moment where we looked at each other and we were like, we have no friends. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we were like, we need to do something yes. about this. Yep. Because as much as we love it being just us yep. and watching a show every night right. and we've you know, benched far too many seasons in our marriage thus far. We really need community Mm -hmm. and we knew it would come through church. And I remember that night, actually, we started like stalking community group leaders at different churches. And I think you like Instagram DM'd a couple, maybe. Yeah, we, we found, we somehow found like out who was in charge of orchestrating community groups. and At Mercy or somewhere else? I think it was a different church. It was a different church. And we, you know, we were looking for churches and part of that was for community. and, And it was one of those nights where we just looked at each other and we're like, this is another dinner alone. Aww. And we're looking at our calendar <laughs> yeah. in a week out and we have nothing, nothing. planned. Yeah. It's crazy totally to think clear. about now, but yeah. I, you know, we somehow found the people orchestrating the community groups and I, I sent them, I think I sent them a video, like a, that's right. like a selfie video yeah. Pursued them, and I yeah. said, Hey, I'm Tyler. This is my wife, Mac. Good. We are desperate. Aww. It was literally like, Aww. we're desperate. I want to meet you. Yeah. Like, and so did you meet them? You know, so it's kind of funny. This is, a, this is a word for all you churchgoers out there. So we were supposed to meet them at church that Sunday. They didn't show up. <gasps> That's they right. They didn't say that they were going to, but I think they like like were sick or something. Ooh. But basically it was like, yo, we're desperate. And Aww. it was probably one of those mornings where it was like, you know, I'm just not. Feeling right. it. That's, for them. It that's what I'm telling hard. myself. But yeah, yeah. we got we got set up at Aww. church. If wow. you if someone reaches out to you in desperation, yeah. you better show up for them. But God knew what He's doing all along. So like, we're supposed yeah. to be in, in this community that's group. Right. But right. I don't know. I, I think it's such a good thing because I think there are probably a lot of couples out there who are listening to this. I'm guessing if you clicked on this, yeah. it's because you're sensing, hey, yep. we need to find deeper community in our marriage, mm-hmm. and it's hard. You mm-hmm. join these two lives together. <laughs> Guys and girls, you guys are two different people. Mm-hmm. There's some people you might really get along with, some people yeah. your spouse might not. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, for you guys, like just the need for community, why was it so important for you guys? I know you talked about like just moving to a new place, mm-hmm. but even beyond that, mm-hmm. for your marriage, why were you guys like, 
we need this. Mm-hmm. I think what's funny is I wouldn't have said I did if I'm being totally honest. I think I'm a little bit more of a homebody than Austin is, which is the gift of marriage because the Lord knows that that's how I am. And I remember even talking to a friend, this was before even getting married, I remember saying like, why does anyone need church community? Like specifically church community to grow in their relationship? Because I didn't necessarily see that in my life at the time. But I think like, thank the Lord that he's given me someone who really values community Mm -hmm. and friends. That sounds so dumb, but um, because through that, I've seen so much fruit of being in community. But I'll be honest, like I wasn't, I'm definitely more of a homebody than he is. But he's shown me like a lot of fruit that comes from it. So you would probably answer that one. That was well said. I appreciate your, your grace up. in that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would just say like we go into our marriage. We went into our marriage excited and asking, you know, the Lord to give us a healthy marriage, mm-hmm. to be fruitful and to glorify him. And we're operating in our sweet spot. Like it's hard to do that outside of yeah community for a bunch of different reasons Mm -hmm. one allowing other people to speak into your life and and your marriage specifically having people that'll tell you not just what you want to hear but what you need to hear Mm -hmm. um and then get like this sounds silly too but like giving you people to serve and love and do life with together Mm -hmm. and i would say i think my encouragement the point of why i said that was if you're listening and you're kind of like i don't know that i need it or like, mm. I don't know that I really want yeah. a community. Like what, I don't know that I want to put in the effort for it. It's so worth the effort. And if your partner sees the value in it, like, you know, ride their coattails for it. Because <laughs> it's worth it. And yeah. it might not be your natural inclination, but it's, it's worth it. I think that's a great point, Mallory, because I think one thing that was interesting about COVID, especially like, I don't know. We're, I'm in my mid-20s. You guys are in late-20s. Mac, sorry, 30s. Um, it's okay. You know, I feel yeah, like in some, in some capacity, our culture, you know, the people around it, we're still, we're still kind of trying to re-figure out how yeah. to engage yeah. with yeah. humans, you know, yeah. and with social media, just with the way the world is, we're still needing to learn how to mm-hmm. get out there and meet yeah. people. I mean, I, I feel like building community is so much of putting yourself yes. out yes. of your comfort zone sure. and... I think what we learned in COVID is that you can quote unquote connect with people without mm-hmm. putting yourself out yes. there. There's comfort in yes. like almost hiding. Yep. And so it's like re redetermining that this is something worth, you know, the discomfort and putting yeah. yourself out there. And so, you know, I do think it's interesting to hear you guys that that was an intention for you. I know we felt similarly, like I would say, you know, Mac and I did long distance for six and a half months when I first moved here, we were very content. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just the two just of the us. Two um, <laughs> we were, is that, are we going to start a podcast? And that's the, and it's the two oh, of us. And that's our intro two? song. Oh, God. Born. Wow. I like that. Wow. We're on to we something. We found your that's calling cute. in life. You too. <laughs> but what I was saying, you know, when we, when I first moved here, we were so content just, you know, just hanging out, you and me, building our friendship in our marriage. But there was a time, and I think it was, I was similar, Austin, where, I, you know, I'd come from college where I had a, a, a really great community through Young Life of amazing friends, and I felt like something was missing. You know, mm-hmm. I felt for my personal 
relationship with the Lord. I just leaned so heavily on other people mm-hmm. to to encourage me, to guide me along, to hold me accountable, all these mm-hmm. things. But I also felt it for our marriage. I knew that in order for us, we were in pretty intentional in engagement to get around married couples mm-hmm. to you know to see and learn from them. I just felt like the same was true. Like we needed to get around couples in the same season as us just to do life with. So I think it's just good to pay attention to the things that you need in your marriage Mm -hmm. and have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so agree. I so agree. And I love it because our stories intersect because you guys decided to start a community group. And I know you were in a group before that, but what really, what led you guys to be like, hey, we don't just want to be a part of community. We Mm -hmm. actually want to like shape community Mm -hmm. and start community and create a space for other people to join. Yeah, I'll answer that one. We were in a community group. Shout out Jordan and Anna Webb. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Uh, That was amazing. It was a bunch of people with masks on, didn't know what you looked like, but became Mm -hmm. such good friends. We did take our masks off at some point, Mm -hmm. um, a couple months in. I'm just going to clarify too, I realize we... Our church calls them community groups, yes. but it might be like a small group, yeah. house, small group. church, yep. grow group. Right. I don't know. I was yep. like, we're using insider language. Right. Community group. I right. think it's self-explanatory. Great clarity. Yeah. Great clarity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A bunch of people getting together <laughs> yeah. once a week or so, yeah. doing life, yes. opening the Bible. Yes. We were in one of those, and it was transformational for all the reasons that we've kind of been talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, just like having the same group of people that – you hang out with and watch the Bengals game or <laughs> maybe not. Um, and those being the same people that you open the Bible with and share your life with and share the struggles that you had in the days that you, know, you just you just swung and missed, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so putting those two things together, finding people that you can do both of those things mm-hmm. with is just something that you can't replace. Mm-hmm. And so when you f- find that, to mm-hmm. me anyways... Uh, we wanted to replicate that and create another space for people. We're in a church that there's so many people looking for community and there's not enough groups. And so when we got a house here in Matthews, we we wanted to be a space. Mm-hmm. We wanted to provide a space for other people to get a taste of this thing that we've just mm-hmm. thought was super sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I think Jordan and Anna were such a good example of like, also doing hard unenjoyable Mm -hmm. things together I think I saw the benefit of when we moved into our house they were the ones at nine o'clock at you know on a weekday grabbing stuff from our house grabbing stuff from our apartment and delivering them 20 minutes down the road to our house and I feel like it was such a great example of like a community in real life in action, not just the opening the Bibles on a Tuesday at seven o'clock when it's convenient and it's in your calendar, but they were such a good example of the servanthood of it. And I feel like we wanted to also be able to do that. And they were such good examples of that. So. And maybe getting in line at cookout and delivering, you know, a on meal, the day of birth, yeah. super long line before we go to the hospital. <laughs> Let's just say they got pretty lucky with who joined their community group. That's right. I was going to say, talk. we probably were at some of the headaches in their community group. No. So. Which leads to our next question. One thing I love about your story and what I'm sure a lot of people in here are maybe wondering is, is you... You went first in building community. Someone Mm -hmm. created that space for you, and you were able to find friendships and connections there. Mm -hmm. 
But then there is still there is still something else there. There is a need at the church, yes, but you guys also took that first step, opened your home, decided together, hey, we're going to commit a day out of our night, you know, to showing up and, and not only showing up, but inviting people into our home. Mm-hmm. I think that's number one, a huge encouragement for a lot of people out there that sometimes it does take, it requires you to take that first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that happens though, there are some challenges that come with that. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what making that decision, maybe some of the challenges that came with opening up your home, leading a group together. <laughs> yeah. So I think what I, what came to mind is people want to be known like all of us. I mm-hmm. want to be known by my wife, by my friends, um, by my family. I think we were created. I know we were created to be one in community, but two mm-hmm. to, to be known. Mm-hmm. And so to your point, it's not easy to initiate that. Like it's uncomfortable. It's so much easier just to kind of do the things that make you, that make you comfortable. The challenge for me is providing a space. And I would say for us, providing a space where everyone can feel seen. Mm -hmm. No, when, when it's formal like that, or when there's a ton of people, it's hard. Sometimes people might feel like they're getting you know, not able to share who, who they really are and what's really going on in their lives. And so yeah. that's the first thing that comes to mind. The second is just that when you get involved with people's lives, it's messy yeah. and it's hard and people have messy things and, and it might require me getting out of my own little pretty life mm-hmm. and getting into someone's mess or vice versa, mm-hmm. someone stepping into my mess. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like you have to be prepared not just to have these cookie cutter friendships, mm-hmm. but to like yeah. get in the mud and, and do nitty gritty things with people. Mm-hmm. So, and I, Mine is so superficial, but I'm going to say it because someone <laughs> might feel this way. I don't even go. I'm not even thinking that far in advance. I'm thinking, is the house clean? Yeah. How does it smell when they walk in? Mm-hmm. Like, it, are they going to see the front porch and think, oh, we'd never clean it? Stupid things like that. That's literally what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. I haven't even gotten to like the relationship part of it yet. And like what a hindrance those you know silly things are. And so I think it has challenged me to say, okay, like it's okay if it smells like food when they mm-hmm. walk in. First, I don't know why that is such like a weird thing that I have. <laughs> like I don't want it to smell like food. Like I'll tell Austin, Tuesdays, he knows he can't. Not even make, lunch. You know, really? Yes. <laughs> you oh, can't yeah. eat no, lunch. I literally tell him no smelly food. Like on Tuesdays, it's sandwiches. She makes me fast for like three days. <laughs> that's amazing. I love but it. But like, that's the reality of like, it's, you find out things that you're insecure about, yeah. even within community, which is so funny because the people who walk into this house are the people who could care less. Yeah. Ultimately so at the end yeah. of the day, because you grow these awesome deep relationships with what Austin was saying. Once you get beyond like the silly things of does my house smell okay? Or is it clean enough? And I think now that we've had a baby, it will like flip that on its head. Now we don't really have the time to care as much (laughs) and that will challenge me too. But yeah, so for the people who feel like that superficial vibe too, it's okay, I'm there with you. Can I make one little addition? Absolutely. Um, So for those that don't know Mac and Tyler as a group, I feel like they really live this out or as a couple, I should say, they really live this out. You know, what comes to my mind is like the days of having many many high schoolers in in your kitchen yeah. and just sometimes it's an official setting like a community group that meets at this time this day but think even you know the the such cool times when you're just saying why don't you come over it's and i'm not doing anything special but yeah. like let's come inside and and mm. um 
you know, let's talk and kind of let down your guard. And so these guys live it out um, and what makes it so fun to be in community with them. Hey, boy, the girl, fam. I wanted to interrupt today's episode really quickly to introduce you to my friend Madison. Madison worked at Windshape Camps for, I think, three summers now, mm-hmm. which is pretty insane. She's amazing. And I wanted her, as you guys know, we've partnered with Windshape to convince all of you guys to work at camp this summer because it's the best experience ever. So I didn't want you to just hear it from me. I wanted you to hear it from Madison herself before this episode. We were just chatting about how like truly this experience has changed her life and her as a person. So Madison, (laughs) could you just share a little bit more of just your testimony with camp and how it changed you? Yes, I would love to. Uh, Windshape is great. Yeah, we were talking about how my first summer to like versus now how I'm like such a different person complete like almost unrecognizable but in the best way possible so my first summer was back in 2021 and I was a sophomore in college that summer was just kind of hard like I just had like a lot of anger almost not really excited for the summer but also super excited because I just have always loved camp ministries going to camp growing up and then so going into that summer and then the Lord really just provided people who love him and serve him and are positive. And I wasn't really used to that because I grew up in New Orleans. It's not really a very Christian area. So having those people in my life and just also like accountability partners, you're with like 30 or so people. And every summer I found family out of every team that I've had. I was telling her that I actually stood in a wedding for one of them. So that was really super cool that the community came out of Windshape. And that's one of my biggest ways that it was impacted to me. So Windshape has grown me a lot. And it's honestly just so fun doing summer camp and sharing the gospel in such a fun way. Kids are dancing, they're shaving cream, but you're also like going to worship and listening (laughs) to worship songs. Uh, I love every second of it. And the three summers have all been different, but all have been so growing. And I love every second of it. Wow, that's so fun. I love how truly like sharing your faith and sharing the gospel can be so fun like Mm -hmm. this. Like she mentioned that as well. Like before we got into this conversation, she was like, I felt like sharing my faith was not that like Mm -hmm. boring and hard, but there's just so many easy, tangible ways that you learn to do it at camp. And yeah, I can tell that it's changed you. (laughs) And oh my gosh, for anybody listening you must, you must consider spending a summer at Windshape (laughs) because truly it'll give you that community that Madison mentioned and also just humble you and teach you about doing ministry. There's no better way to learn. So if you're interested, there's a little form that you can fill out, an interest form in the show notes. And it's so simple. You just pretty much give your name and number and you'll get more information from there. You are not signing up to commit or anything like that. You're just going to get more information. So you might as well just send in your interest form (laughs) and we will talk to you from that point forward. But Madison, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll get back into today's episode. Wow. Well, you guys have just been amazing to us, for us, and all the things. And I think one of the things I love about 
kind of our whole story and with community and actually the For The Girl podcast has heard some about just like my own struggle Mm -hmm. with really, like you said, feeling known in the group and some of my favorite moments where I felt oh my goodness, these people are for me, were moments where maybe Tyler and I would stay after group yes. <laughs> with Austin Mallory, mm-hmm. keep them up way too late. I'm pretty sure we're the last to leave every I week. Every Have week. we was, like, ever? expected yeah. that it was going to be that way. Which I'm like always annoyed by us. No. I'm like, we need to let them go to bed. Oh. But uh, just moments where we would stay back and get to be honest yeah. and just be like, yeah, here's some things we're struggling with. Like we don't always feel at home, Mm -hmm. you know, at this church or different things like that. And Mm -hmm. I think that is the beautiful part of Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Austin, it's not these cookie cutter friendships Mm -hmm. where it's what you picture an episode of friends where everybody just vibes and gets along perfectly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the beautiful, the beautiful moments of like, Hey, this is heart and mm-hmm. we have to work at this yeah, and yeah. we have to get a little bit more honest yeah. than what feels comfortable yeah but my favorite moments in group have always been those mm-hmm. moments where like the the facade yes. comes down yes. and the mess kind of yes. creeps out yes. and those are the moments that I feel like have really bonded our group together yep. mm-hmm. and we've seen God show up in those moments mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. He has to show up because yeah. if we just dealt with them in our like hum- humanity, mm-hmm. they we'd probably all bounce and right. be like, we're done with this. Right. But yeah. I think that's what's been really cool too is our group hasn't been just like all rainbows and butterflies. Like we all clicked and yes. we're besties on right. night one. Mm-hmm. It's been hard work, but yeah. I, I say this about our group all the time. I've never been a part of a group of people who like are so committed and mm-hmm. show up week yep. after week after week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're really blessed in that. But mm-hmm. I'd love for you guys to just share too the gifts of community. What have been some high moments for you? Some moments where you're just like, wow, God, we can't believe this. And we're so just in awe of what you're doing. We got an almost crying baby, um, but we're thriving. Um, Yeah, so I wouldn't consider myself much of a poet, but I did. I wrote wrote a, a, someone could say a haiku. Uh, (laughs) No, I was just in my feels talking about, was it in the shower? Yeah. Shower notes, quick plug to that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Did you get your phone in the shower? No, shower notes is like a thing. Like it's um, waterproof, like pencil to paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait I've seen that in your yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. I, 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 the only place I've ever seen it is y'all's bathroom. Yeah. Oh. We're making a commission on it. I, okay. I think a <laughs> Link lot. in the show notes. Okay, yeah. That's actually so good to know. <laughs> yeah. Just reflecting on like all the different highs and lows. So, like, you know, Justin are one little group of people in a. In a short year, we saw people experience death and we mm-hmm. saw expe- people experience new life, like have yep. kids. Um, oh man, I'm about to snap. Uh, breakups, you know, yep. uh, yeah. new relationships, mm-hmm. God answering dramatic prayers for healing, yep. and us like struggling through the why isn't God answering mm-hmm. my. Yep. So just feel like we've seen so many of the so many seasons and we've been able to together grasp and wrestle wrestle with this this god who we don't always understand what he's doing when he's doing it we can Mm -hmm. celebrate each other's each other and his you know his blessings and his work in our lives yeah his faithfulness to us Um, but we we could also be there when you know we're in the waiting and so that's been Mm -hmm. i would say a great part as well Mm -hmm. and i would say like if I zoom in on marriage inside of it, I was I think of two things. One, Austin is a really good leader. 
Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to sit as co-pilot, very much a co-pilot. <laughs> I really don't do a whole lot. You yes, you do, Mallory. Sure. Um, but it's been fun to see him in that role. Mm-hmm. And um, I get to be the wife to it. And I'm just very proud of him. And the other... <laughs> the other is... This they is just try to make out. Yeah. You guys can't see, but... will never know. Um, yeah. Um, and the other thing, I think... There is something about watching your partner interact with other people. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're sitting with someone that you've been sitting with all day, I don't know, you see like a certain part of them. But when you get in like community and around people and around friends, you get to see like what you kind of fell in love with in the beginning. Like, I don't know what it is, mm. but I get I love watching Austin interact with other people because that's where he shines. He makes every person feel so seen and special. Like that is a gift that he has. And so I feel like being a part of a community group, I get to see that every Tuesday. And I don't know, it's just something that I get to like enjoy and look forward to is watching your partner in a different environment than what you normally see them in. And it kind of refreshes things. And I like that. I like that. (laughs) I so believe that how you view community informs how you show up. When you are engaging with community, you know, what, I, what I'm what i hearing from you guys, well, well, first what I see from a lot of people is they're looking for that almost check the box, you yeah. know, list item. You know, it's the thing that they think they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you, when you feel that that's true, you're going to show up mm-hmm. in only that amount of time, you know, the, the, the amount of time that you have set for community group that week, and that's it. But what I really feel like community is and what we were longing for is intimacy with God in our mm-hmm. re- personal relationships with God in our marriage. And we just had known, you know, through through being a part of communities before, through people that we respected and had seen that intimacy with God is offered through community. Mm-hmm. So much of what we learn about him and being in relationship with him mm-hmm. is in life to life community with other people. Yeah. And you know, I think if that's what you're expecting, you're going to show up differently, so right? True. Like you're not going to, you know, the conversations you have differently. Yep. And you two, as you know, our community group leaders, hearing you say that, you know, that you're setting the expectation, you're setting the um, the the foundation for our group, people will follow that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like people notice mm-hmm. they're not ready to show up and leave. It's like, yeah. hey, if you're showing up to this community mm-hmm. group, Get ready Mm -hmm. to not just come and leave. We're going to Mm -hmm. get in the trenches with Mm -hmm. one another. And it's a, and I really, I I think we're so lucky what we do get to experience each week because of how each one of us are willing to show Mm -hmm. up. So Mm -hmm. I think it Mm -hmm. says so much about you guys, and Mm -hmm. it's been a fun, fun thing to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Mallory, you just started to hit on this. I'd love for you both to speak on what being in community has done specifically for your marriage Mm -hmm. talk about how you guys you know maybe something that you've learned about one another just what is it what has it done for your relationship outside of community i would say um you know it's funny when we were dating i think we were kind of the couple that was like oh you're gonna go hang out with your friends like that's cool i'll just kind of be here and sit here like that's (laughs) but you have fun and wait like one of us was like you'd guilt the other person yeah to like, like no like whereas now it's like i feel like we encourage one oh. another to be in community yeah. it's kind of yeah, like that's flipped good. in that sure in that sense and mm-hmm. you know for for me as 
as a guy getting around other guys, hopefully that are speaking into your marriage and are speaking into you personally and, and sharing what God is doing in their life. And, you know, again, like saying hard things to one another, iron sharpening iron, mm-hmm. you know, we take that back to our marriage. Like my, our, our marriage, my marriage, I would not be the husband I am to Mallory without mm-hmm. allowing community guys in all the way to permission to speak challenging things and again i think that that's how that's how god created it and that's how god created community and and marriage in light of that Mm -hmm. i think what i would add is you get a chance to see other relationships and other marriages and i think it's really cool to be able to point out like what gifts God has given specific relationships. And I feel like, too, it's also been like, okay, what has God given, like, specifically Austin and I? I feel like our community group leaders from our past, their gift was, like, servanthood. Mm -hmm. Like, together they were so good at serving. They were really good at hosting. Um, And so it's been fun to kind of work that out and flesh that out with Austin, whether we're, like, actually talking about it or just, you know... Doing it. Doing it, right. And so that's fun is like, because there's skills both of us have independently, but it's fun to see like, okay, what has the Lord given us both together to, because he's asked us, obviously we have this desire to be leaders. He's gifted us in a way to do that specifically. So I feel like that's been fun. I don't know exactly what they are, but it's been fun to figure it out. (laughs) I love it. You good over there, babe? Yeah. Got really emotional. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Who have I got him? (laughs) Wow. I love it because I, I think you're so right. I think to do ministry together or to go out and to be the hands and feet of Jesus together, like you guys do through leading our community group, you just learn so much about each other. You learn so much about yourself and you learn so much about how just God is working yep. and moving within you guys as a couple mm-hmm. and how he wants to use mm-hmm. you. And it'll be so fun to see the things that you're learning right now, you know, in your 20s, how yeah. when you guys are in your 60s mm-hmm. and still like loving Jesus and probably inviting people into community, like what's that going to look like? Yeah. And the things he's shaping now, how he'll continue to grow those in you guys mm-hmm. is just really, it's really fun to think about. Yeah. And Tyler and I, ministry kind of looks look different for us. We're hanging out with high schoolers, yes. but mm-hmm. we get to receive the fruit of what God is doing through you mm-hmm. guys, through being in your group every mm-hmm. week. And so, I wanted to share too, before we kind of wrap up, would you guys share practically what our community looks like? Just for people who are like, wait, I would love to be a part of something like this. What do they even do? Like they're talking about it, but what does this even look like for them? So maybe just practically share what our community group actually does and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So our community group is set up through our church. Um, Obviously doesn't mean it has to be through a church, but every single Tuesday um, and kind of like Max said, we kind of set the tone of like, it is something like once you're in this group, we're kind of expecting everyone to show up if you can. Um, but anyway, every single Tuesday we meet at six 30 and it's just a time that we pray together. Our church gives us a guide that Austin kind of guides us through and walks us through. And it's just, yeah, a time to walk through scripture and talk through things, pray. Like we practice with you guys over the summer to listen to God, um, listen to him speak and practice that. What would you add? Uh, I would just add, like, 
yeah, for us, it was through the church, but so many cool opportunities to gather intentionally, whether it's like in your yeah. workforce or people, you know, people that you work with, which could be a diverse crowd. Maybe everyone yeah. doesn't all align and believe the same thing. But again, like leading with vulnerability, um, mm-hmm. how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe you're in school, so like class. You know, yeah. the point being, there there could be all different types. For yeah. us, it's it's through the church, and mm-hmm. we're so thankful for it. Yeah. Um, and it's not, you know, it's designed to be guys, girls, married, single, mm-hmm. different ages. Mm-hmm. Yep. And leading isn't step one. Like I'm thinking about someone, kind of like what you said, if you're clicking on this, it's because you're desiring community. That might not mean you're going to be the leader. Like maybe that's so intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe step one is saying, okay, like I'm going to do this scary thing and go up to that weird tent where all those people are going to stare at me and I have to type in my phone number and I have to say hi. And like, I, if that's you, I'm challenging you right now, like do it this Sunday do the hard thing, like take that one step of, okay, I'm going to do this so I can find a friend, even if it's not one friend. And if you have that desire, like I really truly believe the Lord wouldn't give you that and not, you know, provide. So do the scary thing and sign up and yeah, you don't have to lead it, but just being a part of it is step one. So true. And I just want to add to you because I, I know our moment again, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we had the moment where we're like, we need this. And then our moment was we awkwardly DM'd those people. They yes. they ghosted us. Uh, but then we we knew that there were groups starting at our mm-hmm. church at a church we had kind of been going to. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, let's go. Yes. And I remember it was like the church fair Sunday. Where yeah. after they have like the group leaders stand out in the lobby. And I had gone to the bathroom mm-hmm. after, and I had seen that there was like a downtown Matthews sign, which we live in all live in Matthews and Matthews is in the suburbs of mm-hmm. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's not where all the young hip cool yeah. people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember telling Tyler, I was like, Tyler, there's a downtown Matthews group. I guarantee you the leaders are like in their seventies yeah. or something, you know? Right. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, but we should probably check that one out because it would be so close to where right. we live. We live in downtown Matthews. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we walk out there and it was Austin and Mallory standing under the sign and they were a young couple. And we, I just remember, I feel like we were probably so obviously excited <laughs> like we probably were like Hi, we really want community you. yeah <laughs> yeah but i know for us that was an exciting moment it felt awkward but we were like hey yeah. we're gonna go talk yes. to them yes. and like make that connection yes. and then we got placed in their group mm-hmm. and then beyond that i think when you show up to these groups like we talked about it's not like this picture perfect moment yeah. where you're week one. Oh my goodness best i met my best friends right. it takes so much effort and work and i remember like even a couple weeks in austin invited tyler to like play frisbee at yeah. five in the morning yeah. and i remember tyler been like yeah i'm there and i was yes. like you're there right. like, <laughs> at five in the morning like yeah. when do you ever yes. wake up that early yes. And I think it's through those extra invitations and like pursuit of even people within this group that you Mm -hmm. randomly get placed in can sometimes lead to like Mm -hmm. beautiful friendships and the deeper parts of community Mm -hmm. that are such a gift. And Mm so I think if you're, if you find yourself in a group like this, maybe through a church and week one, isn't amazing. Yep. Yep. Go go back week two, week three, week four, and just keep asking people yeah. within that community to hang out because mm-hmm. every time we hang out with people outside of the group, yes. it makes Tuesday nights yes. even better. So, Yeah, you brought up a good point about the about Frisbee. I was going to say it's really important to know what season you're in. You know, when when we at, we're talking a lot about a community group, that's just where we found ours. And, you know, to be honest, like you want to get around people that have the same intention as you and a good place to do that's at church. We were looking for intentional Christian community. 
Um, but I would say the season I, I felt like I was in required me to be a yes person. Like yeah. no matter what I was invited to yeah. or was offered to me, I, I just was like, I, I don't need to like, what's the phrase? Suss the vibes. I don't need to, mm. I don't need to suss the vibes, <laughs> but I just need to go and show up. And, um, and, and that, you know, bore a lot of fruit. I mean, we, yeah. we still play Frisbee. I mean, that, that group has, you know, provided for us a guy that's discipling both Austin and I together and, you know, some of our best friends, you know, to this day. And mm-hmm. what I would say is this season for us now is very different. You know, I, I'm not, I don't have the capacity to be a yes person, mm-hmm. but it's because of the season where I was, we've yeah. found the pieces that we want to surround our life with that, you know, bear a lot of fruit and, you know, are who we want to be around. So, mm-hmm know what season you're in say yes and then at some point you know you you should be the one to step out i love how you guys shared like we received from someone mm-hmm. saying yes mm-hmm. and now is our turn yeah. to say yes and step out and do the same and so um know what season you're in i feel like that's mm. that could be a good podcast that's, that's episode good. title is that um that'll be the first episode on uh just the two, the, of, us. Just the two yeah. of us yeah. <laughs> so are there are any guys listening which hopefully maybe there are this is for the both of us so it's like you're yeah. supposed to share it with your spouse then check out uh the upcoming new podcast yes. called for the both and of if us. you're in charlotte we play ultimate frisbee at charlotte christian on fridays <laughs> also shout out to the husbands on this podcast yeah, yeah. yeah right they're doing a good job for the boys you did so well babe so proud of you oh i kind of meant like the people listening oh i didn't <laughs> yeah, mean to shout even, out us that kind of sounded like a little I, I shout out to us shout yeah. out us no shout out you guys who are yes. here sitting the there listening yes. um, your wife sent you this that's link. right that's good <laughs> yeah it's good it is good. It's good. Well, thank you so much, Austin Mallory, for doing this and being part of this. And shout out to Harris yes. for yes. for literally being an angel it. baby. He Harry Potts first podcast. Harry Potts first yes. podcast. Pretty big. Do you have anything to say? No. Oh. Sometimes <laughs> listening is the yes. best thing that That's we can so do. True. Wow, that was deep. That was deep. We needed that. Yeah. All right, for the girl, we love you guys so 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 much. We'll be back next week with another podcast episode uh, for the both of us. We'll see you then. Thank you.